Hello! In this episode I would like to make a status update of my Vulristics project. For those who don't know, in this project I retrieve publicly available vulnerability data and analyze it to better understand the severity of these vulnerabilities and better prioritize them. Currently it's mainly about Microsoft Patch Tuesday vulnerabilities, but I have plans to go further. Also in this episode I want to demonstrate the new Vulristics features on Microsoft Page Tuesday reports for October, November and December 2020. First of all, I dealt with the annoying collecting of the data for Microsoft Page Tuesday reports. Previously it took pretty long time. I had to go to Microsoft website and search for CVE IDs. After that, I had to get the comments from various vulnerability management vendors and researchers blogs. Tenable, Qualys, Rapid7, ZDI. I wanted this to be as much automated as possible. I have added some code to make CVE search requests on the Microsoft website for a date range, including the second Tuesday of the month. I also figured out how to make searches on the vulnerability management vendors block. So now to get a Microsoft Patch Tuesday report, it's only necessary to set the year and month. I decided that CVSS is not suitable for evaluating, sorting and comparing vulnerabilities. I needed something to automatically process hundreds of vulnerabilities every month and to highlight the most critical ones. Finally, I decided to make my own scoring, Vulristics Vulnerability Scoring, VVS. Do you know the perfect formula for counting vulnerability criticality? Well, I don't. Any scoring that I can make will be subjective and will probably change over time, but at least I can make make it transparent and easily changeable, so that everyone can make their own vulnerability scoring, most appropriate for a particular organization. Such scoring should consider CVSS base score, existence of the exploit, exploitability of the vulnerability in the wild, popularity of the vulnerable software, type of the vulnerability. The really interesting thing was to detect if the vulnerability is being exploited in real attacks. I made a post in my Telegram channel asking for ideas. We can't use Microsoft data directly because they do not update it after the initial vulnerability release. Other good sources are Attacker KB by Rapid7 and US Cert Bulletins. I asked my friends from the Valners team to add this feature. And now you can search for CVEs exploited in the wild based on the data from Attacker KB and use CERT. And also this data is available in JSON format for the vulnerability. I also added direct Attacker KB processing to Valristics and some code to filter out false positives in exploitability in the wild. What about VM vendors comments? Firstly, I thought that the existence of the comment from the vendor should be taken into consideration when counting the vulnerability score. But then I decided that it's a bad practice, because the vendors are not who make the criticality, but they help you to test your scoring. For example, if your score shows that some vulnerability is critical and vulnerability management vendors don't mention it, this means that your scoring has some flaws, or the experts of VM vendor don't understand something. Now let's take a look on the Valristics Microsoft Page Tuesday reports for October, November and December 2020. October 2020. It has been an interesting month. Most of the VM vendors and researchers focused on remote code execution in Windows TCP IP, dubbed 
bad neighbor. It affects all supported versions of Windows OS and may be unsupported early versions of Windows as well. Tenable wrote, quote, according to a blog post from McAfee, Microsoft Active Protection Program, MAPP, members were provided with a test script that successfully demonstrates exploitation of this vulnerability to cause a denial of service. While the test scenario does not provide the ability to pivot to RCE, an attacker could craft a warmable exploit to achieve remote code execution. While an additional bug would be required to craft an exploit, it is likely that we will see proof-of-concept code released in the near future. End of quote. However, there has been no news since October. But there is a more critical vulnerability with a public exploit. Remote code execution in Microsoft SharePoint. It was mentioned by all vendors, but without much emphasis. And the second critical vulnerability is elevation of privilege in Windows COM server, for which there is a flag of exploitation in the wild in Attacker KB. How much can you believe it? Well, Attacker KB is a crowdsourcing platform, so possibly it can be fake. For many other vulnerabilities, including 19 remote code executions, there are no exploits or signs of exploitation in the wild. Among them, much attention has been paid to remote code execution in Microsoft Outlook. A quote from Tenable. Because Outlook's preview pane is affected by this flaw, a user does not have to open the message in order for the vulnerability to be exploited. As Outlook is widely used for enterprise email, we highly recommend prioritizing the patching of this CVE. November 2020. Two vulnerabilities were critical because there is information about them that they are exploited in the wild. All VM vendors initially did not notice security feature bypass in Kerberos KDC. Only ZDI wrote that they don't understand what it is. Quote, what security feature in Kerberos is being bypassed? What is the likelihood? End of quote. But then a post appeared with a detailed description of the exploitation. The second is elevation of privilege in Windows kernel local. It was used to escape Google's Chrome's sandbox in order to elevate privileges on the exploited system. The third critical vulnerability, elevation of privilege in Windows Print Spooler, has a public exploit at Palmer's Microsoft Windows Local Spooler Bypass. Most of the comments this month were about remote code execution in Windows Network File System. A quote from Tenable. In a blog post by McAfee, there is a speculation about combining CVE-2020-17051 with CVE-2020-17056. A remote kernel data read vulnerability in NFS in order to bypass address space layout randomization ASLR, which could increase the probability of a remote exploit. End of quote. But in fact, we didn't see any attacks or exploits for this vulnerability. Also worth mentioning remote code executions in Microsoft Exchange Server, Windows Print Spooler, Microsoft Excel, Microsoft SharePoint, and Microsoft Teams. But we didn't see any attacks or exploits for them either. December 2020. There were no vulnerabilities with exploits. The critical is only remote code execution in Microsoft Exchange because of Attacker KB. 
How realistic is this? You know, crowdsourcing. The quote from Rapid7. CVE 2020-17-144, which is another remote code execution vulnerability, also stemming from improper validation for seemed led arguments. This one only affects Exchange Server 2010-SP3 and does require additional user interaction to successfully execute. End of quote. Besides this, there were many other Microsoft Exchange remote code executions. Other remote code executions worth mentioning were in Windows NTFS, the quote from Tenable, and remote code execution in Windows NT file system, NTFS, the file system used in Microsoft Windows and Microsoft Windows Server. No user interaction is required to exploit this vulnerability. Depending on the attacker's position, there are a few avenues for exploitation. For an attacker that has already established a local position on the vulnerable system, executing a malicious application that exploits the flaw would result in an elevation of privileges. Alternatively, a remote attacker could exploit the flaw by sending malicious requests to a vulnerable system, so long as they could access it over the 7 message block version 2 protocol, SMB version 2. Successful exploitation in this context would grant the attacker arbitrary code execution. Also, remote code executions in Hyper-V, Microsoft SharePoint, and Microsoft Excel. Thank you. I will be glad to know your opinion about valoristics and how it can be further improved. Write to a Villionov chat in Telegram. Full reports are available on my website.